Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. This is ZD Donahue. Get ready for us. We're, 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 we're on a roll. At least we think we're on we a roll. We're going to try so hard to recreate we're, the conversation. We're going at warp speed, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. So we've done a fabric types episode. Jumping right in here. Um, Actually, I just listened to that. Okay, good. <laughs> you know, it was about when all the Naga Hides died. Yeah, there was there any Naga Hide left. Well, we're going to yeah. devote a little, uh, either a portion or a whole episode, we'll see, to woven fabric and the parts of it. Maybe Mom will get to discuss bias a little bit. And uh, Mom's, Mom started, we started the conversation, Mom says, have we done an episode where we define warp and we define weft and and the bias? And I'm like, I don't think so. I think we've just done... That fabric. Yeah, I know. I think we've described it yep. in, in for instances and things like that, but we've never really talked about fabric is woven and what happens and, and how does it get done. Can't talk about it too much. So, so mom well, says, yeah, we can talk about it a little bit, like how you get patterns in it and things like that. We no, I said about, I meant oh, what I oh. meant was you can't talk about it too much. Like, oh, yeah, you should you talk. Can't. It's impossible to over discuss this. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I said, Mom goes, yeah, you know, the weft is, you know, selvage to selvage and the warp. And she's like, wait, wait, is that right? I'm like, well, we better just <laughs> right, look this right, up right, before right. we record I was old... like, how come I used to know this? Because oh, I God, used I to think about the warp, and the warp was, ah, the distance. So it was the length of the fabric. So Mom said, warp speed, you warp know? Warp speed, And right. I said, I'm following this weaver on Instagram. She's at Missouri Trouble. Her name's Jenny. She teaches here in town. And, you know, what made me remember it was she took a picture of her loom, and she said, I've got this warp laid oh, down right she goes and then i was like oh so obviously the weft f- fibers the weft, right are what you weave in and i said oh, weft is that like that must mean like, like the past tense of weave, weave. you know like, i was like leave? weft Let, you know, and you, then I said, no and so I, I look up i look up and i look up weft etymology right <laughs> and it says you know old german and blah 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 and like r- basically a past tense like related to weave and i was like oh so it is it's like it's duh right I mean I sometimes these things happen you know and then I said so it's weft you know like you weaved it and then mom goes <laughs> you mean like <laughs> from what white to weft <laughs> I think you said from weft to right from weft to right, right. To weft. and then we started crying so okay so from now we're going to, do, to we're, right. we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get we're actually gonna get instructional here but so. when I'm picturing now, I'm picturing a loom, 
and you know this beautiful weaver Jenny has laid down her uh, fibers, I just a baby and then mama she's going when they... from west to right. <laughs> Pelonium. Do you, do you know the... <laughs> Who put the olive oil on the Pelonium? No, the EVO on the Pelonium. Yes. So this is how you two can remember. Okay, we're gonna no 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 we're gonna describe all of this. Seriously, but and then we'll put the puns in there, and that's how you'll remember. Z.D. Donahue, define warp threads. Okay, the warp threads are the threads that, when you're weaving a fabric, are put down first, and they are the lengthwise, mm-hmm. right, of the fabric. So I think of length and speed and warp speed. They and, are parallel to the selvage. They, right, they're and parallel. And if you picture a bolt of fabric, like garment sewers might, right. maybe, you know, a weaver like if they're thinking of their woven stuff, they think of this on a smaller scale, and it helped me to think that way. Right. Um, but th- picture that bolt of fabric just rolling out, and you're right. driving your car down the racetrack <laughs> made you're, of you're fabric. You're driving down that, that the warp fabric speed. in warp speed. Warp speed, okay. And the length of it. Okay. Right. So those are the fibers that got laid down first. Lengthwise. And those are the... St- the most stable of the threads. And why? Because they're longer, right? Like, well, yeah. They yeah. They, and they're held in there. Like, yeah. yeah they're, they're, right. They're they, in that frame. You know, they went down first. They're right. longer. Okay. So then from weft to right. The, from weft to right. <laughs> the weft is the crosswise grain, right? That's correct. And your selvages, okay. Are at the edges, mm-hmm. okay, on each side. And the word right? selvage comes from self Edged. edged. Yes. yes. And so the self would be like the fabric. Right. Okay. That's, and then they, it's the self edge. So then it's got changed to selvage. Okay. Um, over time. But that's where the word selvage comes from. It's where you might see something printed on oh, certain right. things, like a company name or right. so, in well, case you're real new to fabric. On home deck, what you're going to see is you'll see all of the colors. They have the dyes, all of the... They have, yeah, and for quilting right. cottons, I think right, they're doing right. that they'll now, have all, They'll have all, you know, mm. you basically have an index of the colors yeah. that are in the fabric. So, right. and your selvage, if you're a weaver, you're, well... The company, okay. the day... Listen up, all I don't weave, everybody. So I'm right. talking about this just from following Jenny on Instagram <laughs> and Becca Weaves. You know, you're moving your shuttle from weft to right. right to right. weft white. <laughs> That's white. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, you um, you get these little kind of like loops on the edge, right? Because it's going back and forth. Well, right. In fact, you may, you know when you go from left to right, sometimes you just you're turning. Yeah. You're not stopping the thread. Jenny's, you're just turning back and forth. Jenny's keeping a diary of she calls it a weaving diary i don't know if she's doing it all year or just the month of january she's like trying out all these little techniques each Uh day and i thought that was cool because i'm reading about the bayou tapestry and i was sort of like oh like textile record keeping and uh anyway so she said something about certain types of weaving were harder for her to keep a good selvage on because she was changing up threads and stuff i was like oh okay i just really enjoyed it right go follow jenny on instagram okay uh so anyway uh that's that's the so we have so we have the crosswise grain which is the weft Mm -hmm. there's no right or wrong (laughs) (laughs) way to explain yes okay (laughs) Anyway, I just got finished wiping away all the tears. <laughs> Guys, mom was so on point. She just said it like like that. Okay. okay. And the warp is the length or the distance, right? Yes. yes. Uh, of there the, you of go. the fabric. Mm-hmm. And then 
the selvage is the finished finished edge. Right. right? It was finished. And then the other edge that, that like when you stop weaving is basically your raw edge. It's your cut edge. Right. I like raw, to call it, cut right? edge, whatever. It's, yes. Um so oh um <laughs> our favorite part of the fabric. Well, even though warp and weft have given us excellent material material oh! this podcast <laughs> is the bias but we're gonna take a message break and compose ourselves for a sec before we talk about bias hey mal hey mom i heard you were easy oh no How what does did- that mean no it means what what you i think what you really heard was well mallory you're easy tea looks so good on you oh yes. that I, you know i should have known that it was something about something you made like you said you're getting into your golden years sometimes <laughs> you know miss mishearing things it happens no you're right? the one that mishears things <laughs> i know this you make lapel pins about it okay so uh i am currently wearing an easy tee and i wear them all the time uh the easy tee is a semi-fitted short sleeve t-shirt made out of a woven fabric and you draft the easy tee to fit your measurements by taking the easy tee class well how do i take this class it's an online class that you can watch anytime on sohere.com to purchase the class go to sohere.com slash easy tee that's just e-a-s-y-t is this on my computer it's on your computer it's on your phone it's on your ipad the class is divided up into short, easily consumable segments, some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. <laughs> Once again, go to SewHere.com slash EZT to begin your pattern drafting journey. Sewing out loud. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. We're back. Welcome back. We're back, and we're biased. And we're biased. Mom is so biased. I love bias. Yes. My favorite thing is... What's your favorite thing? I collect striped fabric. One of my favorite things. I have several fa- favorite... I collect striped fabric, and then to cut it on the bias and design dresses on the bias. We need to put a picture of the black and white... Yeah. Uh, yeah, dress. dress you, from, that everybody's worn, and it's well, been in just 50 so you million... All know. 
when we pause for a message break, we give Sam some funny things to just like personal things. You know, we we talk to her because she edits these. But right now, I just need to say, Sam, the featured image for this podcast <laughs> needs to be the black and white dress. That's right. <laughs> Actually, you mess with a lot of things, a lot of fabric. Like uh, I did a lot on that dress. fabric ma- manipulation right. to to style that dress. So that's cool. Yeah. Um. So the bias. Go go on. Straight fabric on the bias. So what are your favorite things? There's bias, mm-hmm. and there's True bias. Oh. Right? So basically, bias is kind of anything that's off-grain, which means it's not, you know, it's it. you have the warp and the weft. Now all I can think of is right and weft. But anyway, so you have the warp and the weft, or the lengthwise and the crosswise grain, right. and they should be perpendicular to each other. Right. Okay? Now... That so you know the, your fabric goes in two directions, sort of basically you know lengthwise, crosswise. Anything that is cut that is not in one of those directions is considered on a bias. Oh yeah, yes. But true bias would be at an exactly a forty-five degree angle. Right between those right angle fibers. Yes, and if somebody tells you to cut fabric on the bias or binding on the bias right. or something like that, they're talking about true bias. They want true okay. bias. For so one thing, is it keeps it consistent. It consistent. It, and it keeps the stretch consistent. And it's the stretchiest, right? It is the stretchiest. Okay, yes. so if you have got, it's some also the least likely to ravel. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you got some fabric near you, or you get up to your sewing room later. Go over to it and pull it lengthwise. Pull your cut edge and, you know, enough, you know the other – you probably won't have access to the other cut edge. I don't know, unless it's a small <laughs> right. piece of fabric, okay? If you can pull your two cut edges or the cut edge and something a little further away that's directly in line with that. Right. That's your warp. It's the most stable. Then you can pull from selvage to selvage, and it'll be a little stretchier. And that's why when in garment sewing mm-hmm. – most of your pattern pieces that are on grain are laid out where the crosswise grain goes around the body. That's right. So, cause, so you have a little give. Yeah. So then um, if you do directly 45 degrees, you know, put, uh, to either the selvage or to the cut edge, right. you're going to get the stretchiest part, and that's the bias. That's correct. And like Mom said, Lisa, true Lee, bias. True, true bias. And that's important because... You know, when you said anything that's not on grain is the bias, I do want to be careful because I don't want people to think they can just cut out their stuff. Right. You tell, you know, um, uh, uh. <laughs> I got a story for you. Okay. Actually, this person tries to teach people to sew still to this day. Um, but this was many, many years ago. I'd say 20 years ago. And I was in a situation where I was sewing with this other person, and I was making a pillowcase okay uh-huh. a pillowcase oh, no. <laughs> and the person says to me what are you making you know and because usually I make things a little bit more intricate than pillowcases honestly it's kind of out of character for me to just be whipping up a pillowcase and I said oh pillowcase is- somebody's gonna be like pillowcase is so below <laughs> ZD she's such a snob you know <laughs> but I, I mean I was making it I think for a gift right sure. I was embroidering somebody's name on making this pillowcase and the woman says to me Oh, you can't make pillowcases. They cuz they just don't turn out. And I'm thinking, what is she talking about? It is a rectangle. Right. Like 
you know, and I, I said, oh, and I just mm-hmm. kind of gave her a little smile, and I continued to make my pillowcase. Lesson here, ZD's really nice in person, okay? <laughs> <laughs> to your face. I try to be. I will only talk behind your back. That's right. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, um, later, what I found out about this person who was just sewing stuff all the time is she had no idea that there was a lengthwise, a crosswise, or a bias. So she was just taking a piece of fabric and, like, fitting the shape to it, whatever she um, wanted. Okay. So, it, so, like, if, uh, say, if it had been, the end of it had been cut off at an angle, she might make this pillowcase... Like twenty degrees, yeah, off from and has some bias. Whatever, well, yeah. what happens is that gets it might work while you're doing it, but once it gets laundered or something, it will start to pull, just like on your jeans leg. Yeah, yeah. Well, this will happen on pants legs a lot of times that you know they they'll start to twist. So if you don't think this is important, go ahead and whip yourself up a wonky eyed you know pillowcase okay. and, and see that's what happens. Why, uh, once again, just going to talk about the ginger jeans. You brought it up this that's time. That's right. Okay. Uh, you cut out your pants legs in an alternating fashion on that twill uh, fabric right. on the on the denim in order to avoid the leg twist. It's supposed to counteract right. it. But we won't talk about twill well, weave well, right now. Well, you know, now that you've talked about oh. weave, though, uh-huh. I mean, here's what happens. So twill, um, what are, what, what, there's piquet, what are, let's name some weave. What are um, some weaves? I don't know. Oh, I'm just playing huh. on it. Well, are you yeah, even, you know, know. <laughs> I guess you can even think about looking at a plaid. Sure. You know, or yeah. something. or Woven um, plaids are a really good way to kind of teach things like this. So somebody lays down their warp, their yes. lengthwise, you know, or a factory does. They've yes. got big spool, you know, and it's nothing like you're at home. Uh, sure. Loom or anything right. like that. But anyway, um, they lay down this lengthwise and... Basically, the lengthwise stays um, stationary. Stationary, what, I would. Yeah. Or, or, you know, your your what I what do I want to say? Your choices of the weave come from the the the, cro- the weft that you're yes. weaving in and out because you might go in and out, in and out, in mm-hmm. and out. You know, up and over, up and over each every other thread, or. You may go up two threads under one thread, up to you know. Th- so that's where, so that's where those woven patterns come in. And that's where uh, with the twill, there's lots of different types of twill. Right, 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 right. But but the, when you can look at something, it's not just a crosshatch pattern. Yes, you um, if you if you look at the twills real close, a lot of them, kind of like most classic one, I think is um, uh, like under one over three or right, whatever right, you know right. and and so you can see especially on the back you see like a little diagonal yeah going you see on. like little diagonal right. stripes going and so they're not only is that weaving pattern not one 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 but it's offset right so you, know? you might start with taking up two threads the first time and then the next time they take up three four or, threads yeah, or whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. and right and and you know they have there is a pattern to that yes thank god machines do do this <laughs> you know <laughs> can you imagine I mean, having to like weave your fat Fabric. No, 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 and then cutting into it, not knowing if you if that will fit. Think well, about that. That's why. Well, I, I do. I did think about that. In fact, one reason I got kind of interested in weaving, kind of uh, sort of taken in by it. Not only does Becca weave and weaves with like bamboo and beautiful, right, nice feeling fibers. But I read John Adams by David McCullough, uh-huh. and uh, after watching the miniseries, did Abigail weave or oh, did he? Dude. Abigail. Yeah. Okay. I mean, lots of ladies. It's not right, just Abigail. Okay. Lots, lots of people uh, did things like this. She, you know, like 
grew or or you know she grew her shore, fibers. <laughs> she shore the sheep. She yeah. washed the fibers. She did. She combed them. She spun them. She wove them, and then she made all these clothes for her four children while her husband's okay. away. You know, I think I could only America. be like in one part of that process. Okay, no, she she did all this <laughs> right. stuff, and then they're like getting you know small the first smallpox box vaccine and all these things, and I'm like. Oh my God! She wove their clothes. She like was also, she was, and, but she and, was also the the person that said, "If you do not represent women, you do not represent all men." Right? The, the, yes, and and you know they all were not they were not slave owners. That's they right. Had, um, that's why she, she was doing it all herself. That's right. She was doing right. it herself, and she didn't. Um, you know, they had. I think they had workers that worked with them. Right. But they were paid. Right. You know, workers. Uh, people you know, who, who helped them with right. harvest and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And this woman had, you know, was bearing children. and yeah. uh, Well, that. she probably also only had two dresses. Well, that's the other. <laughs> yes. And and she, she had her day dress and she, then she had she her inauguration dress. Yeah. And that was it. She wasn't like, I'm going to um, make this really tailored sort of, you know, they had those <laughs> right. things that like laced well, up, right? You right. know, <laughs> they did. And, yeah. and, and if you ever notice like shirts or things from mm-hmm. that era, they have very gathered sleeves and there's lots of fabric right. so that. If you change size, you could still wear your yeah, clothes. You, know, you didn't the, grow in or out of your clothes. The reason that we have these styles of clothing, and they're, they can be beautiful, and there are right. beautiful examples of the wealthy wearing them, of That's course, right. but part of the reason they were made, and there was all this lacing and this right. and this straight corseted, you know, these uh, stays that were, were not tailored sometimes, where right. you just, like, shoved the body in there, right. it was because it's so time-consuming, right. you know? Anyway, well, we got off on a little bit of a tangent there. We love, but you haven't gotten to talk but about your love of bias? I do. Or do you want to talk about something else? I, you know, I even wonder if we should do, like, a whole thing on bias. But I guess I guess that would be a really no, weird that's podcast. A, no, we can, I don't do know. A, we can do a whole thing on bias. What but else were you going to say? The I thing I love about bias is the manipulation of it. Yeah. Like, and the thing I like about the stripes is, you know, you get it on an angle. They're beautiful. And I, like I, I love that kind of stuff. And then I like to miter stripes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's my 45 degrees coming together. and Chevron. I, I love all. Of, yep. Yeah. Love all. Yeah. I was into Chevrons before they got popular, I guess. Um, but another thing you need to know about bias is it doesn't ravel. It doesn't ravel. And people tend to forget this mm-hmm. when they're, you know, finished, like, when we talk about a Hong Kong finish, you are you're I messed yeah, up. you're stitching your Hong Kong finish to like the right side of the seam, the uh-huh. right side of the fabric, and then you're folding it back and you're just stitching through on the you know on that seam line, and you aren't folding that in the back. Right. That that Hong Kong finish is a raw edge a on raw the back. Bias edge. Right. And it will not fray. And mom is this is another thing we should write down for podcast. All about something that mom ends up saying to a lot of beginning seamsters is or you know, I'm not a beginner, but I'm not as experienced, right, as Z D. Well, I of wonder course, what this is. Is not to add bulk. Oh, absolutely. And so that comes in knowing what needs to be finished and what doesn't. Right. Uh, or what's kind of overdoing it. Over there's over finishing. Yeah, I've 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 been guilty of that before. And that is a that's something that I think is uh, so right. so important and maybe something that someone who's trying to do a really good job on their garment right. can do. You right. know, um like I'm gonna well, Donna, I'm gonna I should I surge this pleather no, right. Donna. You know, yeah. right? And you said no. Yeah, that would that right. that could add bulk. I mean, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but but there right. are, there are certain things that don't need to be you know finished off. Okay, uh, things that do need to be finished off though are your 
cut edges that are on the crosswise and the that's right because they will ravel they right? will ravel they will ravel right just as they were woven right are you gonna talk are you gonna make me talk about pinking shears nope oh okay good I was not. I was going to wrap up the podcast. Oh, okay. Good thing. Go go to SoHere.com slash love note to receive our weekly newsletter. And you can get to us via email by responding to one of our love notes. It'll go to me. Or you can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. And you can find us on Instagram. We are at ZD Sewing Studio. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,